Good afternoon, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 7 of Hildy's Hot Takes. I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be a good one. I've been fired up to talk about this shit for the last couple days. Uh, I just got off the ice. I haven't even showered yet. haven't even unpacked my bag. So here we go. I was thinking about what direction I wanted this pod to go and, and my voice to go in the future. And after brainstorming uh, some ideas and stuff for this episode, I've come to the conclusion that I eventually want to be that guy where something happens in the sports world or really any world in general. And people go, wow, can't wait to hear what Hildy had to say about this. And in saying that, let's fire it up. Episode seven of Hildy's Hot Takes. Now this thing, this one I'm about to talk about might be a little taboo, but I do not give a fuck. Logan Melu drafted 30th or 31st. I don't care about that at all. By the Montreal Canadiens, pretty baller move by Mark Bergevin just to say fuck everyone and draft him anyway. But what I'm going to talk about here first about this whole situation is Justin Trudeau. Now, for those of you who don't know who Justin Trudeau is, he's the Prime Minister of Canada and he's a fucking idiot. He's a loser, basically. Yeah, I mean, that's what it boils down to, him just being a loser. I don't know how anyone voted in him in in the first place. I didn't vote because I was in America. And I don't really give a fuck that much about that either. I don't really give a shit about a lot of things. But this pissed me off in particular. Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, voicing his displeasure on the news about Montreal Canadiens picking this kid after what he did. Hey, Justin Trudeau, shut the fuck up, alright? Shut up of the week to Justin Trudeau, the PM. Shut up. Because you know why, Justin Trudeau? You know why I'm telling you to shut the fuck up? Because let me just look here. A little quick Google search of Justin Trudeau. Images. Oh, there's Justin Trudeau. Blackface. Right on Google. I'm looking at it right now. Justin Trudeau in blackface. Oh, I click on the web results. Oh, look what this says. Settlement in lawsuit over unwanted touching of an underage woman at a school. Oh, really, Justin Trudeau? And you're disappointed in the Montreal Canadiens for drafting a 17-year-old. Shut up. Second of all, how long do you want this kid to be banned, for those of you who want this kid to be banned? When he's 25 and another third of his life goes by, does this still follow him around when he's 30 or 40? It is fucking irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. And that's assuming he obviously learns from what he did and doesn't re repeat anything similar. And I guess I should start this off by saying he was in Sweden. He's 17. He was having sexual intercourse with a woman, unconsensually took a video of her and sent it around. Now, that is objectively terrible. And if you're that age or if you're anyone, I'm telling you that's terrible. You should never do that. I'm not defending his actions whatsoever. What I am doing is trying to discredit all these fucking losers that have nothing better to do than to sit with their big fucking computers up against their bellies on their couch and tweet about how he should never be able to play in the league ever. So what are we even talking about if in seven years, maybe he goes on and plays six, seven years in the NHL after this and does a lot for the community, donates to charities. Is he always going to be that guy that did something when he was 17? Because he's 17. And before you go, oh, he should know what he's doing at 17. 
I didn't know what the fuck I was doing at 17. I thought I did. I thought I knew everything when I was 17. But in reality, I didn't know shit. Two years ago, when I was 22, I didn't know shit. And now I still don't know shit. But what I do know is that's wrong. And that's something you learn as you mature. It's not cool. It's not funny. It's wrong. It's malicious. And you shouldn't do that. And he got in trouble for it. He got a fine in Sweden. Okay? So, if you're trying to tell me that you knew what you were doing at 17, you're either lying to yourself or lying to me, or in reality, you're whatever age you are now and you still don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And think about it this way. What if it was your kid, okay? You grow up, you get a wife, you have a kid, he works his bag off, you invest a bunch of money into hockey camps, training schools school, whatever, you push him, he pushes himself, he works his bag off for 18 years of his life and sacrifices more and does more than anyone or most of the people that are commenting on this shit and telling him that he's a shitty kid, he should never play in the NHL ever. And then he, your son does that, right? Your son does that unthinkable thing when you're like, holy fuck, how did I not teach him better? That's so terrible. And all these people online and on the fucking TV, these old dinosaurs on the TV are saying, no, I should be done. He shouldn't be drafted. The prime minister is upset that an NHL team drafted you. What do you do if that's your kid? Are you, are you acting the same way as you're acting now? Some of you fucking losers? Probably not. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Again, I'm not defending that kid whatsoever. What he did was terrible. He deserved to get in trouble for it. He deserved all of the, I'm not going to say he didn't, he deserved all the media attention, um, but he doesn't deserve all these people telling him what he should or shouldn't be doing or what he can or can't do in his future life because that's behind him now. It's in the past. He made a mistake. He shouldn't be forgiven for it right away. He needs to show that he's learned. He needs to show that he's growing up. He needs to do extra things in order to be, I mean, reconciled in the public. I mean, that's just how it is this, these days. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And if any one of you, people listening, that don't like the pod or don't like me, and you try and twist my words and say that I was defending this kid that performed some acts of sexual assault, I will fucking lose my mind. So don't even think about it. Uh, anyway, I was planning on releasing an episode this week uh, with an interview with one of my teammates from last year. But, you know, NHL for agency, I decided to put that on hold. I still have to edit it a little bit. And I'm just not going to do that anymore because so much fucking shit happened over the past 10 days or so that I have to talk about it. So on to NHL free agency we go. The very first thing I have down is Marc-Andre Fleury being traded by Vegas to Chicago for a fucking minor leaguer. Kelly McCrimmon, what the fuck are you doing? Now, I am 95% sure I'm never going to play in the NHL. So I can feel like I can just start ripping some of these teams and it doesn't matter. But uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, one of the best goaltenders of all time, just coming off of Vezina Trophy, just coming off of pretty stellar playoffs, you trade him 
for a fucking minor leaguer. Oh, but Jared, but Jared, they're dumping cap. They they can't afford to keep him. Yeah, that's fine. Trade him for a first rounder, second rounder, and a third rounder. Maybe a first rounder and two third rounders, and a fourth rounder and a seventh rounder. Maybe two first rounders and a seventh rounder. I don't know. Just get something back for him that you can actually use for your team for the guy who was just named the best goalie in the league. Or maybe keep him on your team and figure out how to do something else. Or maybe do anything other than what you did. On top of saying, now that they're saying that they notified Marc-Andre Fleury, they're saying, oh, we had talks with him on July 12th about Chicago. July 12th? Uh, sir, it is July 29th now. This happened a couple days ago. So, yeah, you talked to him uh, two two weeks and a day ago about getting traded, possibly. Um, but you didn't actually call the guy and tell him. And then you got Alan Walsh and Marc-Andre Fleury's camp saying that they never talked about it at all. So what the hell is going on here? Just an absolutely bizarre situation. And I'm just going to put this out there. If any NHL team wants to hire me as a GM, I'm open for it. I, I like my application's ready. I'll send it to you right away and we can get this ball rolling because some of these guys are so incompetent. It's absolutely unbelievable with some of these contracts they're just dishing out and the trades they're making. Like I just cannot believe it. I don't know who the GM is in Washington, nor do I care, but giving Ovechkin five-year contract at 9.5 is, uh, I, I'm not a Washington Capitals fan, nor am I an Axel Vetchkin fan, so maybe I have a little bias here, but I think that's a terrible contract for Washington over the next five years, and they might have their hands full with it if everything doesn't go as planned. Now, Bucci Gross, who is a boner, thinks that uh, Ovechkin's going to break Gretzky's record, and just because he thinks that, I'm going against him, and I'm going to firmly stand on the other side and say that he doesn't do it. Uh, 33 goals over the next five years each season at least seems doable, but a lot has to go right when you're 37, 38, 39, 40, and 41 in order to be putting that many pucks in the net. Like, I understand he just sits in his office and can wheel, you know, 20 to 30 from one spot in any season, but he has to avoid getting injured. He has to play well enough for them to put him out there in the first place because there has been times in his career when that hasn't been the case. And he needs a good supporting cast, and I think he needs to be on a good team for him to be successful as well. And I just don't think Washington's going to be that good of a team anymore. I think they're loaded up with Ovechkin and, and Carlson now, and I don't think they have enough of a supporting cast around their core and their core is starting to decimate as well. So that's that on the Capitals. D'Angelo, again, has the the uh, Keyboard Warriors fucking pussy brigade fired up. So Anthony D'Angelo noted on social media, albeit, locker room cancer, quote-unquote. Quote uh, and nobody has a clue who the guy really is because nobody has ever talked to him. Nobody's ever been in the same room as him. I was loving this interaction I saw on Spit and Chicklets about D'Angelo signing the one-year, $1 million contract with, I don't even know who, this is kind of unprofessional, but I just know he signed a contract and I know that people were fired up about it. And someone commented on it on Spit and Chicklets Instagram. They said, 
noted locker room cancer. And Matt Bolesky, who obviously played with him, other NHL player, replies back to him, which I love. If I was in this show, I'd be doing this shit all the time. Have you ever been in the same room as him? And the guy goes, no, but I don't want to be because he'll probably fight me in the dressing room, which I don't even think that fucking happened. That was just a report, a wild goose chase on Twitter that went crazy and rampant. And fans are so fucking dumb. You think you know stuff about your team. You think you know stuff about the players you watch on TV, the athletes that you're fans of. You don't know a thing about these people. You don't know what their favorite food is. You don't even know what their fucking eyes eye color is. You don't know anything about them. You don't know if they're a morning person. You don't know if they're a night person. You don't know if they like to take naps. You don't know if they like a glass of wine before bed or with dinner. You literally do not know jack shit about these people you're watching on TV. So when you're commenting on Instagram and Twitter, how about you just shut the fuck up? Times two. Second shut the fuck up of the week is to these fans that think they they know anything about these players when they don't. You watch them play sports on TV. You see them do interviews where they say that all fucking four lines were buzzing and you got to play a team game. You don't see them in their house. You don't see them with their kids. You don't see them with their wives. You don't see them with their friends. You have no idea what these people are, who they are, or what they are going through. So shut the fuck up online and stop acting like you know everything. Now, another contract I absolutely hate before we get to a good one that I like for once. Dougie Hamilton, close to nine mil to New Jersey. What the fuck are you doing, New Jersey? Dougie Hamilton's a good defenseman. He's great offensively. I think he's a little soft. I watch him out there. He looks a little scared. And there's more than one clip out there um, that will prove that on the ice. I know I don't know anything about him either, so I'm not contradicting myself. I'm just saying when I watch him play, I like what I see, but I don't think he's a guy that you're paying $9 million to play for your team. That's what the market is giving someone of his caliber right now. But in terms of who he is as a total player – I'm just not a big fan of it. And you know why else I'm not a big fan of it? It's because just for one more year, you got P.K. Subban locked down for 9 mil as well. So now you're totally fucked if you have $18 million and two defensemen on your team that I don't think Dougie Hamilton's a top five, maybe top 10. And P.K. Subban's not even in the top 100 anymore. So you're kind of pooched there. New Jersey is just one of those teams in the NHL where you kind of just forget they exist until you turn on a game and you see those red jerseys and you're like, oh, oh yeah, they're good, but they're not. You know who is good on New Jersey, Jersey, though? I really like them. Jesper Bratt. If you're ever watching next season, watch Jesper Bratt on New Jersey. He's little, but he's fucking filthy. His skating and his edge work is absolutely unbelievable. All right, on to the contract that I actually love. A long-term contract. high-paying contract that I love for the first time of all time, I think. Braden Point, 9.5 a year for eight years. Love that contract. Love it. The first reason I love it is because Mitch Marner is making $1.5 million more than Braden Point. That is crazy because Mitch Marner is a fucking bum compared to Braden Point. And don't start showing me regular season totals because that doesn't matter at all. You're talking about a guy that didn't even score one goal against the Montreal Canadiens 
in the playoffs and hasn't won a playoff series yet with Austin Matthews, with Morgan Riley. Those guys are just embarrassing themselves in Toronto. And you got Braden Point. Leads the playoffs in scoring two years in a row. That's crazy. Two cups in a row. And the guy is just a beast all over the ice. Fucking Mitch Marner was doing some SPHL effort on the walls in the playoffs against Montreal. That's embarrassing. Braden Point literally looks like he would run through a fucking wall for his teammates. And that's why he's worth $9.5 million. And you watch him out there, game in and game out, he doesn't take a night off. He's fucking buzzing. Even if he's not producing on the score sheet, he's back-checking. He's throwing that little body into guys. If there's one person Mitch Marner should try and emulate his game after, it's Braden Point because he's got to figure it out. $9.5 million, eight years, worth every penny. Yes, I mean he's worth more than Ovechkin, 100%. And you know who else is worth more than Ovechkin is Gabe Landeskog. And he just signed a hometown deal, seven mil a year for eight years to stay in Colorado. Now, the Avalanche are scaring me. They are onto something. And Tampa is still scaring me as well because they got point for eight more years, uh, Stamkos for three more years, Hedman for fucking four more years, and Kucherov for six more years. So they're good, okay? They got their guys. And then they still got Kalorn and blah, blah, blah. So they're good. But the Avalanche, Linus Cog taking a $7 million deal per year when he could have gotten 9 or close to 10 on a different team just because he wants to keep the core together. He wants to um, try and win with the group they have because they can believe they can win. That is... The epiphany of sports to me. I love that shit. I love when guys take discounts. I love when guys aren't selfish. Because if you really like a team and you really like the guys in your team, yeah, you do want two more million dollars a year. But if you're already making a shit ton, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. I never made that much money. There's a good chance I may never will. But I think you need to do what Lannis Cog did. And even McKinnon said his next deal, he's going to take a team-friendly deal as well. I know he said that. I believe him. Uh, we'll see how things go over the next couple seasons before his contract is up. But I think that's how you do it. I think that's how you win. You take team-friendly deals. You build a team together. And what's how you don't win is sign three guys to $40 million on your team or two guys to $25 million to your team, and then you're fucked. <clears throat> Edmonton, Toronto and whoever else thinks that's a good idea in the league. Because some of these GMs are batshit crazy, I think. So like I said earlier in the episode, hire me. If you're a fucking owner of an NHL team and you're listening to this, I will come work for free. Just kidding. I'll need a little bit of compensation. Maybe some groceries, but it doesn't matter. I'll do better than your current GM is doing. That's a guarantee. Because it can't be rocket science. And some of these GMs look like they're just throwing fucking darts in a dartboard picking names out of a hat because it's just so random and so ridiculous and so unprofessional. I can't even believe it. And just like that, almost 20 minutes has expired. Time flies when you're having fun. Eh? Ha ha. All right. Next week, I plan on dropping the first ever guest on Hildy's Hot Takes. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, pretty sports heavy, sports dominant, hockey dominant episode. Um, so if you're not a big sports fan, I'm sorry, but maybe you just like listening to my voice. And if you do, thank you. Also, Aaron Rodgers is a fucking bitch. Okay, bye.